yes, you do need to win. If you are in a primary, you need to win that primary battle, which is why you need to go vote because your vote actually counts, especially in a primary. I don't care where you live. So be smart. Go vote for the best person, the person who can win at the end of the day, not the person who you think you agree with 100% of the time because you really don't, because if that's the case, they're lying to you. Welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and this show is here to support your interests in center-right politics, policy, and breaking news. Listen in and discover how to awaken your inner ideal candidate and, if you're ready, how you can jump in and change the world as a runner or a supporter. Welcome to Political Contessa. If you or a friend have ever considered running or you know a woman who should, I've got something just for you. My quick guide called Secrets from the Campaign Trail. It will show you five signs to tell you you're ready to enter the political arena. To get these tips and learn about all new podcast episodes and ways to get involved, head over to politicalcontessa.com. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and I am your Political Contessa. We are in the midst of the 2022 primary season. It's crazy. No one thinks of elections until November, but primaries are one of the most important elections that you can vote in. And I know, I know you probably have blown it off before. You think to yourself, is it really that important? If I'm a Republican, then whatever Republican wins is fine. Democrat, whatever Democrat wins, it's fine. Unenrolled, maybe you don't care. Maybe you're feeling tired. Maybe you're feeling sad about the elections, about what we see in American politics. I mean, honestly, congressional approval, I don't think could get any lower. I don't think faith in our elected officials could get any lower, but that is exactly why you should get out and vote in the primaries. Let me explain why primaries are so important. Now, as a former party chair, I do believe in primaries. I think they're good for a number of reasons. One, it's democratic. Democratic as in democracy. We should have people challenging each other's views. That's a good thing. That's a good thing for society. It's also good for voters to hear different views from candidates in the same party. On top of that, selfishly, again, as a former party chair, it gives the candidate an opportunity to practice their stuff against a warm and friendly body, right, before they actually get attacked. So to hone in on their messaging to get their talking points out, to learn what it's like to have a debate, to know what it's like to answer questions on the stump. Otherwise, if you don't have a primary, you're pretty much overlooked, especially if the other party does have a primary. So right now we're in primary season. Unfortunately, what has happened in American politics is that we are so polarized. And I've talked about the polarization before. It's terrible. It's not just cross party lines. It's 
intra-party. It's that we are cannibalizing each other, that we are tearing each other to shreds. And whether you are a more conservative Democrat who now can't say anything about your views because the progressives, the socialists in your party have taken over the messaging and they won't allow you to have a voice anymore, or you're a moderate Republican who may be like me, fiscally conservative, and the other end of the party wants you to be a purist and have 100% be on and in line with their views. Both parties are doing it. And it's making voting and election cycles distasteful to so many who really should get out and vote and have their voices heard. Right now, what I'm seeing going on in these primaries, and whether you loved him or you hated him, President Trump is throwing his name and his support behind a lot of candidates. Now, normally, I live in Massachusetts. We have a phenomenal governor in Charlie Baker, who's a Republican, very moderate. When he supports Republican candidates, it gives a stamp of approval that you are someone who is palatable to the governor, who he would like to see in office. Not going to be a bomb thrower. You're not going to go crazy. You're not going to be embarrassing. You're going to come up with good, solid ideas, solid policy. You're going to be thoughtful. You're going to be rational. That's what we need more of. However, on the national stage, as former President Trump is endorsing candidates, what's happening is the left is capitalizing on the candidates that are being endorsed. Now, at the end of the day, yes, you do need to win. If you are in a primary, you need to win that primary battle, which is why you need to go vote because your vote actually counts, especially in a primary. I don't care where you live. And I know in very, 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 very bright blue Massachusetts, um, a lot of my friends always say, well, it doesn't matter. My vote doesn't count anyway. That's not true, especially not true when it comes to state elections. When it comes to when it comes to the presidential, you know, we still need to vote. However, probably doesn't vote as much there because of the electoral college. However, statewide elections, local elections, it totally matters. And so in a primary, here's why it matters. We need the best person to win. Now, I don't mean the person who philosophically agrees with everything you agree with. But by the way, I'm just going to say this. If you agree with a candidate 100% of the time, you need to go have your head checked because that's impossible. Because I'm sure you do not agree with your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your spouse, partner, whatever it is, your children, 100% of the time. I don't. I mean, I've said this before. Like, I'm lucky that I probably agree with most of the people in my life, 50 or 60%. I don't know how they deal with me, but they do. And so maybe it's that they don't agree with me, but I don't agree with them. So why would I agree with a complete stranger 100% of the time? That would be so weird and psychotic. So we have to find elected officials that we agree mostly with or candidates that we agree mostly with on our principles, on our values, on our morals. 
on the things that are important to us, important to our families, important in our home lives, whatever it is, whatever your reason is. I don't know what your reason is. Mine is usually, how is this going to impact me and my family? Gas prices, food on the table, you know, education, health care, elder care, I'm sandwich generation, all that stuff is important to me. So I'm looking for candidates that support and acknowledge the same issues and are on the same page with me. Maybe we won't agree, but we can have the discussion about it. But what's happening right now is that the president is putting his support behind people who agree 100% of the time with him. So if you agree with Trump 100% of the time, he will endorse you. If you have ever done anything that he feels that's against him, said anything, tweeted anything, anything else, he's not going to endorse you. And so what's happening is the Democrats are seizing the moment and finding those candidates that have said something so outlandish that our former president is endorsing them. And then they are running ads, pumping them up, getting their names out there. And name recognition is the winner on campaigns. And so what we're going to see happen I think the midterms can be amazing for Republicans because we have the fiscal message, the fiscal messaging that American families want to hear. We want to help people and pull them up by their bootstraps. We want to show them a path. We want businesses, small businesses. We want people employed. We want people to be able to go and grow their own businesses, live the American dream, buy their own homes, feel financially secure, not sit at home and get a check not sit at home and have the government take care of them. We want the borders to be secure, not because we want to keep people out, but because we don't want to let the wrong people in. And we don't want people coming over in caravans where they don't have food, water, air, bathrooms. We don't want little girls sold into sex trade. We don't want little boys sold into gangs. So we have great messaging. We have had terrible messengers. But I think there are a lot of people out there who are running today in primaries that have a phenomenal message. At the end of the day, the primary puts on the table your MVP, your MVP of your party. That MVP needs to go off to the all-stars. And in the all-stars, they're going to race against the MVP on the other side. Again, whether you're a conservative Democrat or a moderate Republican, you know what I'm talking about. You know the person who has the good message. You know the person who is not saying wild things. I'm just going to say, you know, I actually don't want to get into social issues. There are people out there on my side of the aisle who have said so many crazy things on so many topics that it makes my stomach curdle. But we want the best players on the field. And that person is going to carry the water for all of us, right? And so who cares who's endorsing? So for example, right now it is almost August of 2022, and maybe I'm I'm setting the stage a little too tightly here, but there are two people running in. This is a race that I'm kind of watching because I think it's really a really interesting setup. You have Carrie Lake, who is the Trump endorsee in Arizona running for governor, and you have Karen Taylor Robson, who Pence and the governor, Doug Ducey, have supported. And the Trump endorsee, Carrie Lake, 
has said that she does not believe the 2020 elections, that she wants to look into Arizona's uh, voting laws, reform that. Okay, that is not the most important thing right now. (laughs) I don't know if you've put gas in your car recently or I've tried to take a trip this summer, but everything is like 100% more than it was. So you have these two women. Great. It's awesome. Two Republican women are running in Arizona. What a dream that is. The problem is you have the former president going against the former vice president, former vice president going against the former president, however you want to see it. The governor of the state, Republican, great guy on the side with the former vice president. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have picked their own horses. I'm just saying this is a dangerous, dangerous game. So the Trump endorsee only wants to look in the rearview mirror. The Pence Ducey endorsee wants to look forward, wants to look at the economy, at jobs, look at the border, figure out how is solutions based. At the end of the day, in a general election, we don't need just Republicans voting for us. You don't need just Democrats voting for you. You actually, it's a general election. It's everyone. So the Republican can cross over, the Democrat can cross over. Massachusetts, we have unenrolled. They can pick a party on primary day. They go back into the general population on election day. In your state, you might have independence. You might have 15 lines, 16 lines of different parties. They all vote together on election day, on general election day in November. And you know what they want? They want the person who is going to resonate for all of the state. So please do not make a mistake and just see celebrity written all over a person. I don't care if you are the conservative Democrat, the moderate Republican, the very socially conservative Republican, and you're probably not listening to me if you're progressive, because I'm not saying anything that you want to hear. So (laughs) anyone ranging from left of center all the way to the right, listen, we need to win. We need better policies. That's the, the end of the story. We have record high inflation. The gross domestic product percentage is growing minute by minute. The Fed keeps raising interest rates. Like we are on a very, 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 very slippery slope to a recession. And none of us want to be there. That puts our jobs, our families, everything at risk. So be smart. Go vote for the best person, the person who can win at the end of the day, not the person who you think you agree with 100% of the time because you really don't, because if that's the case, they're lying to you, by the way. The person who can win in that all-star game, that's the person you want to seek out. Go help that person, make phone calls for that person, go door knock for that person, hold a fundraiser for that person, hold a fundraiser for that person. That's what you should be doing. And if you can't do anything because you're afraid to be too politically active, and I hope you're not, but go out and vote and encourage your friends too. your friends you have coffee with, your friends you walk with, your friends that you see when you drop off your kids, the people that you see when you visit your parents, your old neighbors, go tell them to vote for the person who you think is going to actually win in a general election, not who you hear of on TV, not who you think that some celebrity wants or someone who thinks that they're a celebrity. Because we are in a very bad predicament in the US right now, and our democracy is at risk. 
And that makes me sad. It makes me sad because I have kids and I want my kids to grow up in a world better than I grew up. And I'll have to tell you, like growing up in the eighties and nineties wasn't so bad. (laughs) It's not looking great right now. I had tons of opportunities and I feel that they're slipping away. And if you feel the same way, I hope that you remember to go vote on your primary day. Very easy to figure it out. You probably got a card in the mail or you could just do a simple Google search, but wherever in the country you live, if your primary hasn't happened yet in the Northeast, ours are unfortunately Massachusetts, New Hampshire, we're very late, but if yours hasn't happened yet, make sure you go vote, vote for the person who could win, vote for your version of Tom Brady. That's who you want out there. You want the best player on the field. And if you hate Brady, I'm sorry, just find your own version of him, right? But that's who you want on the field. That's who you want competing. And ultimately, hopefully, when the best people win, we will have better policies for America. We can turn this country around. And I do believe that 2024 will be a better year for all of us, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, because I don't know if it could get much worse than we're seeing right now in 2022. I am hopeful for the future, and I'm hopeful that you are going to go and vote and go support some good candidates. All right. Looking forward to continuing this journey through this election season with you. Stay happy, healthy, and safe. Thanks so much for listening to Political Contessa. For all the ways to listen and to get the inside scoop on what's happening in center-right politics for women like us, head over to politicalcontessa.com. Contessa.com.